0: a breath because you've arrived to the bliss tonic podcast where bliss is not about rising above the human experience, but rather being your whole messy, beautiful, authentic self. In this podcast, you'll learn how to master the art of non-judgmental self-inquiry, Learn new ways to play this game of humanity instead of being played, and connect to the wisdom of both ancient and modern philosophy and esoteric practices. I'm your host, Michelle Anthony, and I offer you an inside look into my learnings as a yogi, spiritual life coach, and intuitive. Let's get into this episode. I am feeling this call to talk about the matrix. I think it's something that my north-south node combo of Virgo-Pisces, Pisces is my north node, is like, it makes so much sense to me. It's like, duh. And there's a part of me that's always skeptical, which creates this pattern of like, I guess it goes in cycles of like belief. And then I'm like, oh yeah, duh, like this shit is real, it's real, it's 100% real, there's no doubt in my mind, and then, you know, there's time between the miracles, and we sink back into our natural state of forgetfulness, it is the human condition, it is part of the conditions of becoming an embodied human, incarnating into this physical form. So thinking about the movie The Matrix, which is I think like just a huge popularization and exploration of um, the concept in the word the Matrix, also known in yoga as the veil of Maya. This veil of illusion that is cast over our world, to keep us in this perpetual state of forgetfulness of our essential nature of our true capacity and limitlessness and deathlessness like true deathlessness and it keeps us playing in this game of you know 3d reality of the matrix and just like in the movie the matrix where Neo learns to, that you can't necessarily break the rules of the matrix, but you can bend certain ones. And I, I truly, truly, truly believe that we can do anything. We're completely limitless beings beyond what we believe to be true. But the programs in the matrix are so strong. They're so strong. They are not only exist, but they exist with the pressure of an entire generation on generation on generation of the collective unconscious and collective um, accepted and integrated belief systems. And so in, in some ways, and I, I, you can see this so clearly if you look at what's possible in the human body if you look at the studies that yogis have been the subject of if you look at the ancient texts that talk about these siddhis these magical powers that at some point in history were even widely accessible to the point where there were they were used almost as um like a busking, like a, a way to deceive people, which of course there's always these different ways that we can take the same gift and apply it to perceived negative or perceived positive intentions and directions and outcomes. So what I'm saying about this is we have no limits beyond the collection of our personal cultivated, integrated, and deeply ingrained beliefs, and the collective of belief systems that we live in culturally, and just what we believe is possible. So, you know, obviously, in neuroscience, we know you have to you have to form an image in your mind in order to create new beliefs that there's like this see to believe scenario that's talked about a lot in um, manifestation, but is also, you know, scientifically. (laughs) Okay. So it's also scientifically proven that we can change our neurochemistry with the power of focused intention, focused thought. And uh, it's like, duh, the yogis have been saying this for thousands and thousands of years and truly are the visionaries that propel us through our evolution. Like more than technology, more than anything, it's, it's just also funny and clear how we are cyclical beings, cyclical in our growth cycles, cyclical in our evolution, you know, in our personal journeys. And so, you know, and so I just want to take a little bit, share a little bit about these cities. There are so many and truly few, you know, books that I can recommend that describe these. Um, for sure, Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda and Touched by Fire. Touched by Fire. I think that's Pandit Rajmani Tigunath. Tigunath? Anyways. Um, and they describe clear very clearly and in detail their personal experiences with these um, cities or this ability to manipulate the physical world in ways that don't make logical sense, like the levitating saint or, you know, being able to start fire in the hands or to be in two places at once or to read minds or to do be become possessed and remove possession like at the end of Autobiography of a Yogi like he goes into detail about an alien encounter this was written in the 60s and or was it yeah maybe it was published in the 60s who knows when it was written that is my best guess as I'm not doing any pre-research before hitting record on this obviously (laughs) and so there's so many there's so many powers that are natural that are innate if only we shift our belief structures if only we start expanding our concept of what's possible in this world and this is where this like idea of the matrix comes into play right that there's some system that's designed to keep us in that state of forgetfulness it's part of like the evolutionary processes we forget our essential nature so that we can really sink into duality of the low lows of the high highs of seeing how you would react when you're put in a certain situation Right. That's how we grow. Not by being in a state of perfect peace and harmony. If we wanted that, we didn't need to incarnate. We could just stay as we were, be in this place of of peacefulness, not interfacing with our souls' karma and souls' past actions, but also put in new scenarios and new situations, and and. And in, in similar relationships, that's gonna help us grow more. When you start to look at the world in that way, as the world is just showing me where more love can enter, where more love can enter my relationships, where more love can enter in the way that I relate to my my you know sexual partners and in, in intimacy with myself, where more love wants to be meet with money and our concept of money and what we make it mean and where more love wants to enter our purpose or career there's so many places in our life where there's room for more love I think that really is my unique soul's purpose in this incarnation is to process all of those places of trauma and suffering within myself so deeply because when I go into those depths, I uncover a new level of love and understanding and acceptance for myself and for the world as it is now. And that is the true transformation that I offer my clients and students and anybody I get the opportunity to meet or become friends with is that I I am willing to be an example of that. And I'm willing to be a space holder for others to see their own depths because that's one beautiful access point to unity consciousness to love inside of the human experience inside of the human condition I think that's kind of some it's not a departure point from perhaps like my perspective in yogic philosophy but it depends on who you ask and how you look at yogic philosophy honestly is what's the point of yoga and some would say you know ascension enlightenment and if you look at samadhi it's actually like a perpetual state of meditation of a a mind flowing one pointed endlessly forever (laughs) right and it's the love consciousness opening up and in some ways, yeah, yoga philosophy is all about like how to live a life that gets you to that place. That yoga asana is to, you know, get us to move stuff through the body. That pranayama moves energy. It manipulates the mind It increases our ability to focus and concentrate one pointed, which is the state of meditation and then when we can practice holding that longer and longer and longer, we're in that space of enlightenment. There's also other forms of enlightenment, like Shaktipat, like that instant awakening. If you've ever had a spiritual experience, I like to think of those intense spiritual experiences that just don't make logical sense, but something opens in you. Your heart is cracked open it's into some spiritual concept becomes integrated into the physical body like that's the difference between just studying the spiritual and yogic philosophy and actually integrating it is being able to feel it in the body not just know it as a concept getting back to this idea of yogic philosophy is all about ascension perhaps like ascending the human condition being better than the human right whereas i think that there's this way this is more of a tantric approach that if we can love and accept everything about our human condition that actually contains just as much power it's very much this like transition from you know patriarchal uh the linear and logical is better is best and the ascension is you know like just getting into the mind and knowing things and being enlightened and being the most enlightened person right versus the feminist like raw and this goddess energy is in the earth it's in the earth, it is everything that is manifest, it is every, the the energy of everything that is, this is Shakti, everything that is manifest, and so as we like kind of transition, even just, you know, when we're talking about, you know, this transition into Tantra in the East from you know, priests who know the prayers and do the rituals for you, to you having the tools, having access to direct experience yourself. And this recognition that the body isn't something that's impure or bad, that actually it's a fucking portal to the divine. And here's all the practices that help you experience that inside the body. Maybe just a second. So what I guess I'm saying is that, you know, we have multiple paths that we can take to this manipulation of the matrix energy that gets us to these things that perhaps are known as specific cities or these magical powers that you get by working with this entire system that is yoga. And they go it goes hand in hand in my opinion with belief work of working with the mind right you can either change the energy or you can change the mind obviously this is the different paths of yoga that you can enter this work you know through this trying to change your beliefs by changing your behaviors and and doing this mental work, or, and it obviously it will change your energy, or you can just change your energy, and it will instantly change your mind as well. This is the twin laws of life, right? Mind and breath are the twin laws that you can affect one with the other. And so I think this is really where, like, there's so many tools within the coaching industry, and let's be real, like, What is the Yoga Sutras, if not this, an entire encyclopedia of self-coaching practices? Not only mental, but energetic. It's almost comical how many times I get interrupted. This is the mom life that I chose. Anyways, (laughs) so this whole episode is a huge reminder magic is fucking real not only is it real it's not even magic it's so natural in fact it's the most natural thing and we can bring that magic that is our birthright that is a part of the human condition is that we know the magic we remember it we remember it we can awaken So that is my wish for you to remember that we don't even have to try to escape the matrix. We can learn how to play with it. We can learn how to normalize magic and ritual and the sacred and these powers that exist within our human potential within this body can be stoked, can be awakened, can be drawn forth for you to play with and enjoy because it is our birthright. It is your birthright. Thank you so much for listening to what is probably a much lower quality audio <laughs> podcast, but it really needed to be channeled through and I'm just so grateful for you if you've made it this far that you're here. I really truly appreciate your support for showing up for this work and for letting me be your guy letting me be your coach through this process of being human and moving from suffering to our depths to reveal more love baby that's why we're here Thanks for listening, and thanks to Kyle Piper for editing this podcast and making it sound way better than I'm sure it would otherwise. Thank you. And if you'd like to support this podcast, you can join the Patreon and there's already some guided meditations waiting for you for free there. You can join for $5 a month. If you're interested in working with me, I have two ways right now offering tripping in desire which is a month-long container one-on-one you and me dropping into what do you want to create in this beautiful matrix unique incarnation right like what do you what do you actually desire because that is such a sacred thing and we do not spend enough time sinking into true desire authentic desire and This includes a 90-minute intensive coaching and embodiment session with me. Oftentimes in that we'll do a lot of like talking, listening, and then we'll also be doing at least one practice to rewire the subconscious mind or take you deeper into your spirit, meet your guides. There's so many things (laughs) that we do. And then you get a month of Voxer connection. If you don't know what Voxer is, we go back and forth in like a voice chat, but it's not limited to a minute and it's also like walkie talkie so I can listen to you talk real time. Um, and that's a month of support to kind of hold you accountable to your desires because we just forget. We forget what feels good. We forget, you know, that... This is what we actually are working towards. This is what we want to call in. So it's so nice to have that, you know, month-long container to just drop back into that desire over and over and over and over and align your actions to it. Second way is a four-month coaching container with mwah, and for this one, it is every other week we meet for four months, and then is that four months of voxer support as well and this is so great if you are ready to shift some of those deeply 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 ingrained patterns of insecurity lack consciousness distraction and really anchor into a different version of yourself that you know that you can be, but you just need a little bit of support to get you there. This is also really great for you if you have like a spiritual business that you want to drop into this year and work through not just business stuff, which of course we can cover so much of that, but reprogramming the subconscious mind to shift your self-concept I want you to know what a bad bitch you are. Like, I'm so serious. (laughs) Like, I love humans. We're so unique. We're so cool. We just do not give ourselves enough credit. And I just want you to anchor into that so you can embody so much confidence moving forward into your life or into your business for 2022. That is all I have for you. Thanks for listening through all of the mommy distractions. I love you so much.